thank you for being with us for another episode of Spiritual Universe, where we help each other find the answers and navigate life together. Check out this show and others on our Facebook page, WPRT Online Radio, or you can listen to our episodes at LanciannoProductions.com or Anchor. I am super, super excited today to have Barb Angelo on the show. Barb is a certified hypnotist, certified, I'm going to mess this up, certified hypnosis instructor (laughs) and board certified hypnotist. She has studied past life regression with Dr. Brian Weiss, which is some really fascinating stuff, guys. And I can't wait any longer to get into it. So I am going to welcome Barb to the show. Barb, how are you? I am doing great, Nick. Thanks for having me on. This is like, for me, this is like talking to Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) I've wanted to talk to you for so long. Yo, Adrian. Yo, I wanted to talk to you for so long about this. We tried to to do a video about, about all this stuff because I just think this topic is just fascinating. So I guess the very first question that I have is for the people that never heard of past life regression, can you just explain what it is and and maybe why someone would need it? Okay, so in a nutshell, past life regression really is is an experience that you have in your mind. Uh, It's not something that somebody is telling you, it's something that you're experiencing. And it is the idea that your subconscious, your higher self holds all of these memories. And if like more than half of the world believes, you're reincarnated, we live many, many lifetimes. Our soul travels to many different bodies and we live many different lives. You're able to experience this when you're in a hypnotic state, which is like a meditative state. A lot of people do have kind of spontaneous past life regressions when they're in a deep hypnotic state. And it is really experiencing firsthand another lifetime. That That's... It's, it's still hard to grasp. It really is until... It, I, it you know. sounds, as I'm saying it, I know it sounds very simplistic, um, and there is a lot more that goes with that. So uh, for a person that's just learning about this, they may have heard of it. Right. I think most everyone knows what reincarnation is. Uh, I was brought up Catholic, so I never was taught about reincarnation. But I remember reading about it when I was young, Same. and I was very intrigued. It made sense to me. So so why would so why I mean what, I mean it's not like a, it's not like something you would go do for entertainment I mean there's 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 value to your current life if you did past life regression right I mean what what would be like a reason like just an example somebody would would want past life regression First of all past life regression really is a therapy so it is so healing like talk therapy would be or any other kind of rehabilitation therapy would be. It's not for just fooling around, although some people have dabbled. Mm. Sometimes that's how they learn or they experience. And again, sometimes you might just have a a spontaneous, meaning all of a sudden you have these images or these sensations or feelings that come to you and they feel so real and you just know, your soul knows, oh my goodness, this I felt like this was me, but I was somebody different. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, so, and it's different than, like, deja vu. 
It's it, you know, like it just yeah, feel, like different. yeah, it's very strong. I've, it happens to me all the time, uh, and I'd be like, wow, I, I feel like I did this before, or I've been here before, or something. <laughs> where it's ver- versus de- you know deja vu, what, which I've you know everybody has. It's just a completely different experience. It has like more, uh, uh, I don't know, substance, more feeling to it, I guess. Well, there's been so many cases over the years written about, talked about of uh, especially children, young children, because when they're coming into this world, there's a lot more memory. And as we get older, the subconscious um, is formed by the time you're about seven. And if you notice, little kids will uh, talk about imaginary playmates or might say things that sound silly and parents will dismiss it. But they remember that a lot more vividly. As we get older, uh, I think Plato call it going down the river of forgetfulness. So we tend to forget because if you know every every past life that you ever lived and now you're walking around in this life, it would be really hard to navigate (laughs) having all of those memories. It's hard enough as human beings what we have to deal with on a daily basis. But, um, yes, it's, it's, (laughs) it's therapeutic and... The experience. So I know, Nick, we talked a little bit beforehand that you're going to tell me about an experience you had. But deja vu might seem like I feel like I've been here before. I've done this before. And that may be just a little snippet of it Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Right. That still could be a part of it is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. So so one of the most fascinating things I've I've, I was as I was doing my research for for this show, I just wanted to go and and see uh, other cases on YouTube and, and things. And, and there was a, actually a show that had aired and it was about this, like this little boy, I think he had to be four. And he kept talking about telling his mother that he used to fly this, this plane. He was, and, and, and mm-hmm. he had a, he had a, a partner who was a gunner. And this is just like, this kid's like five years old and they did a past life regression and they actually fact checked Everything back in World War II that this kid was saying, they found out his what his name was because he kept saying what his name was. His his uh, his co-pilot, he, he like everything checked out, and 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 the mother was just like, oh my, like anybody would. I mean, if 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 that happened to me, I'd I wouldn't know what to say to myself. I'm like, what do I have like a dozen lives here? It's it's just crazy stuff. <laughs> It's just crazy. I stuff. know it's that like, case. It's yeah. actually a pretty famous. And then I, there was a documentary, and I can't remember. I know we're probably talking about the same thing because yeah. I remember seeing it too. And I, I also, when you go on YouTube, Oprah used to do some shows and talk about it, and she had kids on too, talking their parents talking about what the child would tell them. And what happens a lot with that too is, say, if this child um and i think didn't he die in the war isn't that how he died yep yep yes so he had probably kind of a traumatic death but you may have then a fear of flying um on the opposite side you may have a fascination with airplanes (laughs) so uh you can have leftover injuries like scars so you may have a birthmark People that can remember something from the past and then will say where it is or what they remember, sometimes they can actually look on their own physical body and see where that scar is. Or they may have pain in this life that is left over from that life, wherever the injury or the wound was. That's crazy. 
I, I'm going to say this a million times. That's crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy stuff. <laughs> it's crazy stuff. But but I mean, this could be. I mean, you could literally like if you had a fear of say water, you could literally mm-hmm. come come to you and and you would do this past life regression, which is a, a, a form of hypnosis, right? Well, hypnosis is is really the bridge. Okay. Um, hypnosis really just is the state of mind that you is pretty much necessary to be able to access those memories. When you're walking around, you're not accessing those memories. When you're in a deeply relaxed state and your analytical mind steps aside is when those memories are able to come through. Okay, so, so they come to you and, and, and they lay down on a, on, a, on a table or whatever. They get relaxed and you, and you do this past life regression. And, and uh, from what I've, what I've seen and what I've read, like for an example, this one woman was, was petrified of water. I mean, had a legit fear of water, wouldn't go anywhere near it. And they did a past life regression on her and she had drowned in a, in a past life. And, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, you're looking at it and, and you're like, Oh, come on. I mean, are these actors or, but like the, 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 the emotion was so true and real from this woman. It just caught me and she was crying and I was like tearing up and, uh, so I'm like, I, I don't really don't think this is fake. Like, I really don't. And, and then my experience, I, I did uh, – you, you studied under, uh, with Brian Weiss, right? I uh, studied – trained with Brian Weiss after I had been doing this for about four or five years. Okay. So I was able to go to Omega, and it was great because I was doing everything just the way he was, but it was nice being – I wanted to meet him in person, number one, which was awesome. And so I had already been, I'd already been trained in it. And so that was just an additional training that I did with him as well. I always said that if, you, if you're ever stressed out and going berserk in your mind, you should sit down with Brian Weiss for five seconds. Just the way he talks. <laughs> well, oh, well, he calm is anybody wonderful. Down. His voice. Yeah. Yeah. So what was he, I going? So, yeah. So he's, so, um, so he's got very a, well modulated. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a little delay in this. But he's got a... Um, He's got a video on YouTube. Look him up, Ryan Weiss. And he's just sitting on stage and he's talking about, you know, this whole process. And he actually can take you on a, uh, a, a sam- like a sample of, of p- past life regression. So I, I tried it one, one time, one night. And I went upstairs and my, my daughter Erica went up in her room and she did it. And what I remember is like you know you get into this state and you're it's not you're not like uh in, in any danger uh just for anybody listening it's not like you know you're totally aware of what's going on you can get out of it anytime you want it's it's not like that uh so when i finally got relaxed enough uh and i realized when i have to do it i can't do it at night because i just fall asleep uh i have to go <laughs> but i did I, I did it early it was like i don't know five six o'clock and I and I I did this his his thing. I followed his instructions. Had my headphones on, and the first thing that I remember is looking down, and seeing that I was wearing armor on my legs and feet and boots and stuff. And when I looked up, he tells you now look up and see. Try to tell you know see where you are. And I look up, and there's the, the feet. Barb, the fields were. It was as green as green could be. It was beautiful, and in and in the back was this large, beautiful castle. And uh, and I could picture it right now. Like it's it's it is 
as new as to right now as it is when I did this. So I know it's not like a dream because I lose my dreams. This is like in my head. I can't. I can never get rid of it. So uh, I, I was able to go back and see when I died, which I died naturally, but I was in like a like a, a stone room back. I guess when knights were roaming the earth, and and uh, I was with my family, uh, and uh, it. And, and and another another part of it was uh, what else did it was I can't I can't remember oh um, so I was I died with with my family I was laying on my on my bed in in this stone room and also took me back to a time when I was in grade school and I to to this day I I have some control issues man I, you ask my wife she'll tell you. you I have some control issues I'm a film director I I I have control issues. And I don't, I don't like being told what to do. I don't like being, you know, I don't like being bossed around. And it took me back to Catholic school, Catholic school. And you, you're going to, you're going to totally get, get this because you, you were brought up Catholic. Um, the nuns, I was, I was petrified of, of the nuns in Catholic school. I was petrified to go every day and they always had me, you know, march in line, put your hands up, put put your head on the desk, no talking, stay in line, you know. And I really think that did a number on me. Uh, and it took me, it took me right back to that time, like I was living it. it. It was just amazing stuff. So my, once I come down and my daughter, my daughter comes down, and then we have a discussion, and she, I said, you go first, and she tells me. She was laying in a green field with a big castle behind her. <laughs> right? Right? And she's basically <laughs> telling me the same stuff, except that she was, like, in a dress, and she was running through the field, and and, and these, I believe, I, I don't know if she's listening. She should call in and tell what she saw. But uh, she, uh, somebody was helping her up. Like, there was knights helping her up or something like that. Un- it was unbelievable. It was that was unbelievable, and I have not been able to do it since because I just fall asleep. I do it too late at night. But that was my experience with it, and and just that little, just that little bit, was was therapeutic. Even though I still have control issues, but it's it's at least I know where they they came from. Wow, I love that story because what people find when they do past life regression is they will recognize spouses, family members, friends, other people in those lives. So we travel in soul groups. And it's interesting when I when I do talks and I, I tell people these things that sometimes even your child could be your parent or could be a spouse in another life. <laughs> we all play different roles in each life. And I love that, though, that you had the same experience at the same time. Yeah. I, that is just, I love that. That is incredible. Can you, can you name a, uh, uh, I, I don't know if you could actually talk about it, but uh, something that really, uh, with your experience, maybe with somebody that really blew your mind that you could tell us about? Wow, I've had so many, and it's interesting because I'm sure after we're done talking, I'm going to say, oh, I forgot about that one, I forgot <laughs> about that one. I have transcribed probably several hundred um, of my um, sessions. I wish I had transcribed or recorded. I do record all of them, but they're not all transcribed. So the ones that are sticking out for me now maybe are kind of recent, but I'll give you an example. I teach 
hypnosis. So I teach clinical hypnosis. Okay. As well as I do teach past life regression train. Uh, I train in past life regression as well. So for therapists or people who want to use past life regression in their practices. So in a clinical hypnosis setting, I had about six students, and we were talking about fears and phobias. And again, we were not discussing past life regression. This was about being able to overcome fears and phobias with hypnosis, so with the subconscious mind. And I asked the class, because I wanted to demonstrate, does anybody here have like a fear or a phobia? Nobody raised their hand, and one woman kind of timidly raised her hands, and I said, oh, well, what is it? And she said, I'm really embarrassed to say this, but it's worms. And we all kind of laughed, and she said, even just saying the word makes me shudder. And I said, okay, well, this is a good one. Let's go and I had the class gather around and I did an induction, which is the part where you go into a relaxation period. And I said, let's go back to the first time um, where this phobia came from. And she remembered being a little girl with her cousin and they're digging in the dirt, just dig digging like little kids do. Mm -hmm. And there is, of course, and I'm asking her questions as she's very relaxed and focused on what's going on in her mind. So she's responding to me. And she said, ooh, there's a pink wriggly worm. And I said, okay, what do you do now? And she said, I get up and I run. And I said, why do you run? She said, because they're going to get me. I said, why would they get you? She said, because they got me before. So there is the, the key right there. That phrase tells me, oh, we need to go further. Hmm. So just because we were doing a demonstration, everybody in the room knew about past life regression. I said, let's go back to the very first time. And she immediately went back to a life. She was a young girl who was on an island, so lived in on an island, was going out looking for food to bring back to her village. And uh, when we opened the scene, so we knew what happened, we gathered what had happened. It's like doing detective work, I'm telling you. You have to kind of figure things out or go back right. to put the pieces together. She had uh, fallen out of a tree or something, I'm sorry, something hit her. She's lying flat on the sand. She'd been there for a day. So something hit her and she's lying there and she's slowly dying. And she figured out that a coconut or something just fell out of a tree randomly, hit her, knocked her. She's bleeding. She's lying on this sand. And as she's lying there, and I'm asking her questions, as she, this is pretty graphic, but as she is dying, she looks down at her feet, and there's worms that are starting to crawl on her body. Oh, wow. And that was one of the, that was like the last image that she saw. But here's what I want to tell you. So if people are listening and going, oh, my God, that sounds horrifying. I've seen hundreds of cases where people have traumatic deaths but they don't always have a fear or a phobia afterward because it is the emotion and what you're really feeling when you die that stays with you. What was really staying with her was not the fact that she was dying or that there were worms starting to eat her body. It was the fact that nobody came to look for her. She felt like she had been abandoned and she was laying there by herself, 14, 15 years old, dying, and nobody else from her village had come to look for her. What we did in the healing process was have her spirit realize and travel and notice that, yes, they were looking for her. They couldn't find her. So that is the strong emotion of what we would put in uh, categories of abandonment or feeling like you've been abandoned by the people that you love. Wow. That same thing wow. could have happened, but maybe if people had come as she was dying and been with her or if she knew something different, she wouldn't have carried that 
emotion that it's called a charged emotion with her. So again, I've seen people have very traumatic or what we would think is traumatic. Not, not everybody gets to die nicely in their bed like your your um, night did. Well, at least that but, life. Uh, you know, because, <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, it's called the charged emotion. And that is why when people come in for this type of therapy, it's like regular talk therapy times a thousand because we get to go right to that root feeling. So you might have abandonment issues in this life. Now, the worms, uh, they did. After that, she was fine. She could go outside, see worms and puddles, didn't affect her at all because she realized where those feelings were. So she also had abandonment issues in this life, didn't know where they came from, like just feelings of, of feeling alone or feeling scared or feeling all of these things. So that's one of the most recent amazing ones that is a, a typical session, a hypnosis session that turns into something else, but it needed to go there. Right. Wow, that's, a, that's amazing. That's am so, so I'm gonna dive a little deeper um, into this. So I did. Now I heard of past life regression, and and I and I'm I'm glad we're clearing up what it is and why you would need it, and and sharing our experiences and everything. But I I just recently found out that there is something called uh, life be, uh, life between lives regression. Can yeah. can you explain what that is? Because from what I've seen, I want to do that really bad. <laughs> life between lives if, if past life regression blows people's minds and life between lives will really blow their minds yeah life between lives which i'm also trained in uh, i don't get a lot of call for it because a lot of people don't know about it as much as they do with past life regression right i always require that somebody has had a successful past life regression before they go into a life between lives so life between lives it it's just what it sounds like you're in the interlife so you are able to access information from the interlife of where your soul has been. So in between incarnations is what life between lives is. All right, say that one more time. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's just let's just assume everybody <laughs> believes in past lives. So we're talking about because I talk about it so naturally now, and, and I'll have people say, you know, Barb, you have to realize some people have never heard of this, and I talk about it like it's like it's you know what we experience all the time. Yeah, I was just going to say you the right, say, Barb. <laughs> <laughs> so say you've had 180 lives. Let's just say that you've had 180 lives. Okay. In between those lives, there's a time period. So like almost like a gestation period. So you don't, uh, contrary to some movies, although I've heard different things about souls jumping in, you don't go from one life to bam, right into another life. Okay. There's usually a waiting period. And uh, I've actually ha experienced for my uh, first hand souls that are, and I'm not saying they're damaged. They've, they've had so much trauma or maybe they've done something to somebody else very harmful that they need a healing period in between. But what happens in life between lives is you are able to then say, we're, Nick, we're talking about your life now before you came into this life. So hmm. the life you had before this one and then the time period where literally you review your life, okay, maybe the past couple of lives you've had, and it is your choice of, believe it or not, the family you're born into, what you're going to look like, what your circumstances are going to be not set in stone. We all do have, we can, we have choices. 
We really do. But I, when I had my experience, I laughed out loud at the words I was saying. In my mind, I was laughing as I was saying them about how I chose what I was going to look like and my parents. Uh, I knew that my husband was not in my soul group, but we had agreed to be together in this life for each of our own soul's evolvement. So we, were lo- we needed to learn from each other. So, and this happens. It's kind of like a movie. It really is. Yeah. I mean, picture like they call it the council. Like I called it the council. It is a lot. I wonder, you know, you wonder where people get ideas that are in movies or in books. You think, wow, this is so imaginative. But the idea that if there is a heaven, let's just call it heaven. So when you go to heaven, then uh, somebody's waiting for you. Maybe there's a group of people waiting for you. And you have maybe if you had a traumatic death or a traumatic life, you have a little resting period. And then, or maybe you go right to like a council and it is not judgment. It is no one there to punish you. It's basically having others say to you, so how do you think you did? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's and like, like a, like a, uh, yes. a review. Yes. It's a review. So it, it's, it, what, again, my experience and what I've read. So Michael Newton wrote the Life Between Lives books. Um, it's fascinating, and the wonderful thing is that I want to let people know is, contrary to whatever religion, or maybe if you grew, grew up in a very restrictive religion, there is no shaking the finger in, in God saying you were a bad boy or you, you, know, you shouldn't have done this. It's all our decision. Right. So if we didn't quite you know, do what we were supposed to do, we kind of went off course in the past life, you then can say, your soul says, you know what, in this life then I'm going to fill in the blank. I might atone for that. So there's the karmic swing too. So if, if you had a lot of power and misused it in a past, in the next life, you may be completely powerless. And that's what you choose. People might not feel that when they're in the body, but that is your soul's choice to do that, for evol- to grow, that's interesting. to understand. That's so interesting. That's so crazy and wild. So if, mm-hmm. if what you're saying is true, that we, that we pick what we're going to look like, we pick our parents, I should be very angry with myself for being overweight. (laughs) I basically told myself that I'm going to be overweight. Is that what you're saying, Barb? (laughs) No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And here's the thing, too, that, you know, and and if people right now are listening and saying, well, that's ridiculous. Why would I choose this? Why would somebody who's in a wheelchair choose to be this? Why would they? That can get people very upset. But let me tell you, when you are mature enough to look at things, just look at things that way. So if you were to look around now and say, wow, maybe that person who is severely handicapped chose, that might be a very evolved soul that is here to teach other people. Hmm. Right. Yeah, we only see And how what we other see. people yeah. react. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, and we all have choices. So I know uh, that people have said one thing, like you're when you're in, in the interlife, you're in a different realm and everything is a lot lighter, a lot more loving. When you come to the earth plane, you got a lot of, I don't want to say it, but you know, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I almost said something else. A lot of like stuff to deal with. So it's easy to get distracted and to kind of get sucked into things. You might come with one intention, a really good intention that this is life where I'm going to be patient, be this, be that, whatever it is. And you can get distracted. I also feel though your soul knows because that's when you have angst, you feel blocked. 
you feel like I'm not really sure you're, you're pulled in different directions because your soul, if you allow your soul to guide you, it will guide you. But if you try to overrule it and you make the choices you make that don't feel really good, then you're distracting yourself. Yeah, you're maybe taking a different path. Yeah, that's totally me. That's totally me. I think I, 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 I <laughs> it's totally me. I think I could do better than God. I, I, you know, like I, I, I cannot just let go of the wheel. I can't. So I was watching, I was watching uh, another video, and I'm, I hope I get, I know I got his last name. I think I got his last name right. His last name was Quigley, I think. Oh, David Quigley. David Quigley, yeah. He was doing... Um, I trained with him as well. <laughs> look at you. I, I trained with him in somatic healing and, uh, and two different past life regressions. Um, when I first started, he was my first teacher, and then I did an advanced class with him and a somatic healing class with him. He's yeah, he, very interesting. He's a very colorful guy. He he's got a he's got a video on YouTube. He was talking with he had a, a, a young girl laying in a chair, and she, he had her talking to her like spiritual guide. And, oh, that's great when they do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he basically he was saying uh, she was at, she she he would tell him he like she he would tell her ask your spiritual guide, and he, and, and he had a name. Uh, I don't remember the name because it was she, she was having a hard time pronouncing it. Um, what she needs to work on from here on. And and he was telling her all this stuff, and this girl was a mess. She was crying, but but it was like, but it was like, it was like a breakthrough kind of cry. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah. a, she wasn't sad. She just, it was like a breakthrough, like, like she hit something, you know? And I'm like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I am. I, I got so many things that I that that I would love to tap into, Barb. If somebody wanted to, to uh, to, to experience this, somebody wanted to do this, what and and get in touch with you, how would they do it? My website is barbangelo.com. Simple enough. Barbangelo.com. Yeah. Unlike mine, which is lancianoproductions.com. It's a lot of letters. <laughs> So, uh, so when when they do like, what's the? Is there any ter uh, time limit in re in regards to like uh, lives between lives regression and, and a past life regression? Is is it is like uh, is there a time limit? Is, is or it just it is what it is? When it's done, it's done. How, how does that work? And 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 and, now, and, and is it typically the length of the session or the time in between? The, the length that, of the session, the, the length of the session, and 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 if and if you were, you were going to 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 maybe solve a problem, uh, does it sometime take more than one session to to reach the problem? So I'm glad you asked that. I no longer do single sessions. I was doing single sessions for years, and I would always recommend a follow up. But a lot of times, people were coming from a distance. Mm -hmm. They were setting aside a full day to come down, drive down and see me, and then have the two-and-a-half-hour session. Sometimes it would go to three hours. And I realized that I was doing a disservice because it's like therapy. So you can open something up and do some healing work, but then what happens after that? Right. Yeah, and I, I would tell people to, you know, to do things on their own. So I now do a minimum of two sessions. So it is the first session is about two hours. Let me think. The first session is about two hours. The follow-up session is about an hour. And I've been getting such so much, not better results, but I love it because I get to see the person either a week or two weeks later. And we talk about 
what has shifted, what has changed, what's going on. There's also less pressure on the client because so many people are excited and their biggest fear is it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen for me. And sometimes when people are trying too hard or there's too much, their analytical mind won't step aside. So my, when I say success rate, again, I want to really make sure I'm clear with this. I'm not doing it to you. So it's your subconscious. If your subconscious isn't ready, there's nothing I can do. However, people know that when they come to see me, and I know with the work that I do, they're drawn to me because we are in it together and I help them to really relax. I talk to them, I explain things. So they feel like they're in really good hands and then their analytical mind can step aside and they can have the experience. So with that, with past life, for me, it is a minimum of two sessions. Life between lives, I don't do as much. I know that the way people are trained, it's a very in-depth session. It can go for hours. Hmm. That's not the way I like to work. And also, I know from being in a hypnotic state, I can't be in a hypnotic state for two or three hours. After a while, I, I can feel my, my, my higher self just goes, okay, we're done. Right. We've, we've done as much as we can you do. Hit the limit. <laughs> and again, like I said, you would, you would need to. I wouldn't recommend people just jumping in and trying to do a life between lives. I don't think there's a practitioner out there that will see you without also doing past life regression before that. So uh, past life regression with the same person. Oh, if somebody contacted me and said, I've already done past life regression and had, and this is what happened, I'd like to now experience life between lives, then I know that they're ready. Oh, okay. But I mean, the, the, do they have to be, does it have to be with you or could they have gone to somebody else and then come to you? Oh, they could go to anybody else. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, if anybody yeah, out there, if anybody out there has any questions uh, for Barb or, or me, um, I'm really Barb, I'm, I'm just the guy pulling the, the levers here today uh the number <laughs> the number is nine one four. the man behind the blanket <laughs> the behind the curtain nine one four two zero five five four nine eight is the number uh we'll start taking some calls uh some questions again it's nine one four two zero five five four nine eight give us a call and uh, with your questions because this is crazy amazing stuff and I could go on forever. Uh, unfortunately, it's only an hour show. We got about twenty-five minutes left. So, <laughs> Barb, did, did you stumble onto the past life regression part of this through doing uh, hypnotis, uh, hypnosis? Like, did you start with that, and then it just kind of got into it, or did you get into it knowingly that you were going to get into past life regression? The second part of that, yes, uh, I read Brian Wise's book like a lot of people. That was my first real um, kind of entrance into that. I had never heard of past life regression, but I knew about reincarnation. I can't even tell you how that book got into my hands in the 90s, but I read it in probably one or two sittings, and the hairs on my arms stood up, and I thought, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense to me. That then sparked my interest because he mentioned hypnosis. And I didn't even become a hypnotist until maybe eight years later, but it was always, it, the seed was planted. So I had to go through my uh, basic training first with hypnosis, and, uh, and then I knew. So once I had the tools learning how to get people into that state, then I knew. I always knew this is what I really want to do. This is, this is my passion. This is what I'm so interested in. But I didn't myself have an experience for a while. It took me a while before I actually had an experience. I went to a couple of different people, uh, and they weren't, I could tell they, 
I don't, I'm not blaming them, but they, I don't know how highly trained they were, or maybe I was trying too hard, but I actually had a spontaneous regression, like I mentioned in the beginning, and it was, I sat down to meditate and do self-hypnosis, and an hour and a half later, I opened my eyes and went, what? Wow. <laughs> wow. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because, Nick, like you know from experiencing it, it is not a dream. No. It is not uh, just closing your eyes and meditating and seeing something. It is something that the images stay with you the rest of your life. And more than that, the feeling stays with you, how you felt, because you know, you understand. So you were by yourself, too. When I had mine, I was by myself. I didn't have someone asking me questions or guiding me, even. I was on my own completely. But when I tried to explain it to people afterwards, when they would say, well, how did you know that that was your brother? And I said, I just knew. I just knew. Wow. So you can actually, you, you're so lucky. You could do this to yourself? That's amazing. I wish I could do it. <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't intend to. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> but let me tell you something funny, Nick. So because I had been trying and wanting to do it, I actually put it aside. I thought, forget it. I, I guess it's, I just can't do it. It's not going to happen for me. So when I stopped trying is when it happened. But as it started happening, and this is how it, this is what it feels like. It's like your mind is split in two. Your conscious thinking mind is watching what's happening as you're experiencing it. So you're able to say, oh my gosh, I'm having a past life regression. That's what was going on in my mind. And I remember thinking like, this is what it is. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's happening. Yeah. That, that little experience yeah. that I had, it was like, it was like you had two channels on that's exactly what it mm -hmm. felt like. It felt like you had two <laughs> different shows on at the same time. You're, you're still experiencing yeah. the present, but you're watching this other thing going on here. That that and that is the, that's the perfect. You you said it perfectly. It, it's it's like watching two channels at the same time, and you're like watching yourself. It is. Yeah, and I'm telling you, Barb, I, and I, the, I I see this. I see this field, and this castle. Like it, like I, like like I'm like a like a picture on the wall right now. Like it's that new to me. Every time I think about it, it's it's. Wow. So I know I was there. I was there, and it seems like every time I do this, um, I am some kind of uh, I'm some type of warrior. It's I'm a I'm a knight. I was a, a I'm a fighter. I was a fighter in this life. My I have a that's just my go to. I'm a fighter. I fight no matter what. Um, and that, and, and, and until I went back and did this with Brian Weiss's video, it made sense. It started, it started to make sense. Like, oh, I was always this way, you know. Like, I was always, I, w I wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be, uh, you know, wow. that that kind of stuff. And it just things just start clicking and making sense. Um, when when you do that, I I totally recommend going on uh, the video. Uh, on uh, YouTube, I don't know what it's called. I should should have got the name of it, but it's just Brian Weiss, and he's up on stage, and he'll take you through this little sample uh, of what it's like. And or or hey, look, just go see Barb. I'm going. I'm going. I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do this. I got issues. <laughs> <laughs> and what I want to say too is, don't be disappointed if it doesn't happen the first time. If you go on the video and it doesn't happen, don't give up on it. It's there. Yeah. So it is there. It's just, and I've literally had, I want to say a handful of times, Nick, a handful of times when somebody, they're, I'm asking them questions. They're telling me what they're 
experiencing in their mind, and they're literally not moving. Mm. So maybe they say, okay, I'm standing here, I'm not moving, I'm not moving, I don't know why, I can't go anywhere. And I'll ask, like talking about the spirit guides, ask your spirit guide if your spirit guide's there, and a spirit guide can be just, you can just feel them, they might see them, they might describe them to me. Ask them if, you're, if it's your time to have a past life regression or if this is you know, for you today. And when that happens and the guide says no, <laughs> right. then it's not going to right. happen. Yeah, when I noticed when I when I was doing this, you're absolutely right. The first time it didn't, well, you know what, I'm lying. The first time I thought it didn't work, but the best way that I, I could explain what happened to me is I didn't notice it. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought that it, it was, it, the, the most difficult part was what are you telling yourself and what is what are you actually seeing? My, my question is, am I, am I telling myself I'm seeing this or am I really seeing this? And, and when I went back to, and did it again, um, it was just clear like these were involuntary. I wasn't, I wasn't telling myself anything. These things were just popping in my mind by themselves. So it was happening the first um, time, but I just didn't, I didn't notice it. I didn't know what to you know, what to, uh, what to look for, what to notice. And I think that would be, you know, actually going to a professional like yourself would be beneficial because you could, you know, tell them, the, the person, you know, what to expect, what you're looking for, you know. And, and, and it's okay. It's like, it's like whatever, whatever Brian Weiss was saying is whatever comes into your mind is fine. It's, it's all okay. Whatever comes in, just that, get yourself in that state where you're not arguing with yourself because if you're arguing with yourself – Nothing happens. Am I making sense? What I tell people, you are making total sense. I'm glad you brought this up because 50% of the people are not very visual. Mm -hmm. I know that Brian Wise, even still, in a lot of his books, will say visualize, visualize, see, see, see. If you're asking your client or I'm, I'm guiding someone, I'm saying, what do you see? 50% of the time, they're going to get frustrated because they'll say, I'm not really seeing anything. So now I've learned that what's going on, you know it. And what's, what, what's the sen sense of what's going on? So sense what's happening around you. And then I have them really just feel the feelings because that's the most important thing. Myself, I'm not real visual. So anytime I've had a past life experience, it's a little hazy. It's a little blurry. It can be almost like you're in a fixed, um, some people almost see it like just they're looking at a picture and it doesn't really move too much. But I will get the complete story by asking questions. And that's when the emotion, because again, it's all about the emotion and the feeling that stays with you and that's affecting you in this life, is the, the feeling, what was going on, what you know. And I'll remind people, you know it. You know it. Just allow it to come through and don't question it. That's when he was saying, just whatever comes through. If people are going to analyze and question and dismiss, you're you're having the experience. You're just ignoring it, yeah. like you said. You right. dismiss it, going, "Wait a minute, that was probably a past life regression." But I just said, "Nah, I'm just making that up." That's the other thing people will say. I think I just made it up. Yeah. You can't just force an experience in that when you're in a deep meditative state. You're not. You can't. You're not. You're just in a different state of mind to say, "Now let me," because that takes the analytical ego mind to try to then force to create something. I just got. I just got a question. 
uh, texted to me. They somebody wants to know is it, are these processes very expensive? That people charge anywhere from what I know around around the world, around even in this country, anywhere from one hundred and fifty to a thousand dollars for a session. So it depends. I don't what I charge, and I'm not going to give prices if it, only because yeah, sure. it could be subject to change yeah, yeah. in a year or so. Um, it's what people will spend on a couple nights going out to dinner, and if you can come in and have an experience that will change your life. Yeah. So you can kind of weigh that. I've had people that – I've had students that have come in, and they know it's valuable that they'll come in and say, I know I need to do this. And, again, I think a lot of people just know. So anybody even listening to this that says, oh, I really feel like I need to do this. I'm being pulled to this. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why. So it's not hideously expensive, no. To me, it's something moderate, what people pay for talk therapy and go for who knows how long, years, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. like I did maybe a few years ago. And you go, well, that was good. I got to vent and talk a lot, but I don't really see anything changing too much. Uh, so, yes, it, it, it runs the gamut depending on how experienced someone is, the part of the country you're in, you know, all of that. There's, there's people on the West Coast in California that charge $800, $900 for a session. Um, there's some people around here that charge as much as that. I don't. Right. <laughs> I don't. But um, it's well worth it. it. It's well worth it. it. If, if, it's if, well if, worth it. It really is. And, and I'm not just saying that. I would have I would have said, you know, maybe there's a little uh, financial uh, benefit uh, to these, you know, practitioners doing this, but which is fine. Uh, but y- the question would be, does it really work? And I'm telling you, I did the video uh on youtube with brian wise and and i had a result that was i'll never forget until the day i die and and then my next life i'll remember it again i guess but (laughs) 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 but it it is absolutely real it is a real thing it's real stuff it could be beneficial to your life and that's what we're that's what this whole podcast is for is is you know just trying to help people uh find the answers make life a little better and uh, you know, using uh, spirit and and uh, and love and God and and and, and hypnotists, you know, this is great. <laughs> Barb, thank spiritual you. hypnosis. Yeah, yeah. That, thank you so, so much for uh, taking the time to do this today. Um, I definitely want to hook up again later, and maybe uh, do something else uh, that would benefit both of us, but. Uh, this is just amazing stuff. I can't get enough of it. I'll never let you go if I don't hang up with you now. So <laughs> I want to thanks again. For what, well, thanks for having me on. No problem. And once again, just go if you want to experience any of this, uh, and, and, and I recommend it, uh, just go to Barb. It's barbangelo.com? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Thanks, Barb. Thanks for uh, joining us today, and I will talk to you again. Okay, Nick. Have a great night. Thanks for having me. You too. Take care. All right, that's some amazing stuff, guys. I, I, it's just a, it blows my mind. It really, really does. Um, so that's going to be the end of the show. Uh, I uh, want you to uh, go to Facebook and look up our page WPRT Online, where you can listen to this episode, or LancianoProductions.com, or Anchor. Uh, you can actually listen to the live broadcast uh, on uh, Blog Talk Radio or LancianoProductions.com. And I want to thank you again for joining us 